you are watching the Hoop Central podcast right here on Spirit Live. gentlemen boys and girls we have a matchup unlike any other dun, da, da, dun, da, da, dun, dun, dun. are you ready to rumble, rumble. I imagine they started the pew, nba playoffs pew, like pew, that pew, pew, pew. oh my god the crowd would be going crazy doing waves I, i'd be doing waves i'd be um what, what what do they do in the the play with cardi concerts oh my gosh i'd be the guy that takes his shirt off and just starts jumping up and down and the camera pants him and it's like I'm gonna be why is this brown gibby looking boy just <laughs> jumping up and down i would be like is that is, is that is that Nakeem with the dream? He's Hakeem Olajuwon with the marathon with the Shanta Don. If there was a commentator who started <laughs> saying that, they better get fired after the game. <laughs> Anyways, hi everyone. It is your boy Nakeem alongside me is none other than my special, most wonderful co-host, Malik. And you are listening to the Hoop Central podcast right here on Spirit Live. The second episode of season four. And we got some great discussion for you. Last week we talked about the Eastern Conference standings, we kind of went First back dates. and forth a little bit. But yep. I would say we mostly were on the same page. Mostly on the same page, except for the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, let's not even <laughs> talk about that. Anyways, <laughs> but I, this week is probably going to be even more difficult. Oh, my God. Because when I was I was thinking, you know, the East is really strong this year. But then I went to the West, and I was like... Oh, what do you do? The West is really strong, too. Everything. But it's like the East, there's so much teams that could make the playoffs. With the West, it's like... You know which teams are probably going to make it, but the seeding is like not going to be the same as it was in years prior. Exactly. The thing about the West is any position could change, and you could put any team anywhere, and it won't be controversial. Like exactly. Like for example, you could put Warriors at two or three, and you could be like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Or you could put Minnesota at like six or seven, and you could be like, okay, that's a that's fair. Like anything, anything goes in the West. Exactly. Right now. Anything exactly. goes. Anything could change in a matter of, you know, I feel like teams will be between one to two games from each other. Once again, disclaimer, if we don't talk about your team, your favorite team a lot, don't take any offense to it. And honestly, if you do, I do not care. Malik might actually con console with you. I honestly could care less what you think <laughs> and what you care about, okay? So what your favorite team is the Jazz. No one cares about Utah. Salt Lake City, that's, that's our trip. Yeah, even though we're going there in 2023 and we said it for how many years, I honestly don't care. And with that being said, at number 15 is the Utah Jazz. For what reason do I have them at 15? They completely suck. There's no redeeming qualities from this team. You're all in for Victor Webanyama. That is it, Malik. You're 15. That's all I'm giving Utah. That's it. Boom, boom. Yeah. All right. And it's also because you guys didn't trade Bogdanovich and Clarkson to the Raptor. Anyways, I'm going to let my bias out the way. Come on, Todd. Hey, I wonder where Mike Conley's gonna go. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, Mike and Ike. He's making. Oh, I like that. Mike and Ike. That's my nickname for him this like, year. Like the candy. Mike and Ike, like the candy. Isn't that the candy? There's a candy like that, right? The candy because he, he's a sweet, nice guy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Number fifteen, I got Utah Jazz as well. Um, this year's gonna be Larry Markkinen's team. I'm gonna call it Larry. Right now. Okay. Larry's controlling his team. Although Colin Sexton, um, he's rejuvenated. He's back. Um, he's still young and savvy, and he's gonna he's gonna lead this team just with his energy and his personality. I feel like Larry Markin is gonna be his best year of his freaking career. Freaking career. Okay. Um, all respect to Vanderbilt. I really have no expectations. Um, they're headed towards the Scoot Henderson and Viva Binyama yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, tons of playing time for people like Nikhil Alexander Walker, Taylor Horn Tucker, Asbuki. Tank, stay the course and do your thing. 
I agree. I agree. Nothing else, really. Nothing else. Yeah. Number 14. I know we just talked about this team, but I feel like I feel like this team will be tanking on purpose, and that's the San Antonio Spurs. I got San Antonio Spurs, number 14. It's tank time. Um, Kelton's year. Uh, Josh Primo, um, Dan Vassell, who's going to have big jumps this year. Break mm-hmm. A lot of breakout storylines. Yaka Perto, Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, uh, who, who else on the team? Trey Jones is going to be filling in that void for the Yeah, he's definitely going to get much more right minutes. Right now, so he's yeah. going to get a lot more minutes. And uh, Jeremy Sochen, he's that rookie where I don't know what, I don't know the kind of stat line or I don't know what he's going to give to the team, but it's everything's going to be positive. So I'm excited for him. We'll see what positions they're going to bring out. Um, but we're definitely going to see some tanking. Greg, Pop- Greg Popovich, for the first time, could just relax and chill. I know he said he likes winning. He's not used to, you know, losing all the time and tanking, but this is the new generation of the NBA. Absolutely. So I'm so very excited. Kellen Johnson Spurs. Let's go. I'll be watching some Spurs games. Yeah, no, for sure. And I also am with you. I have the Spurs at 14. And the way I want to look at this, obviously, I don't want to place any unrealistic expectations on Webb and Yama. But the last time the Spurs really, truly tanked, they ended up getting the first overall pick, and that ended up turning out to be Tim Duncan. And since then, when they drafted him, they basically were a 50-win team for 20 years, right? They won a championship, I think, the very next season, if I'm not mistaken. Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson. Um, he shows a lot of personality, wears his heart on his sleeve. He's going to scream. He's going to shout. And I think that could be good for San Antonio to kind of like okay. turn the page on a new era, 100%. per se, right? But True. all those praise, they're going to be really bad this year gonna be really bad but uh for me for my 13th i have the okc thunder nothing really much to expect with them uh shay being out doesn't help homegrown being out for the year doesn't help so they're just going to be a team that's going to develop and try to get get into those uh odds for the one and two nothing really else for me to say i'm just excited to see how uh some of those guys develop especially dort and giddy Nice. Absolutely. Guess what? We're on, this, we're on the same page so far. So far, I mean, these lower tier teams I pick kind of quick. They yeah. weren't that hard. Just just a matter of like you know they're only maybe one a couple games from each other, but they all have the intention of tanking, so they're gonna tank. But I got thir- Oklahoma at thirteen as well. Um, I'm looking for the rise of Trey Mann this year. I'm ex- I'm, I'm so excited for him. He he scorched. He's he was scorching in the in the G League. He was doing yeah. his thing. He was yeah. hot. So he I'm had excited. some good games last year too in the regular season. He had some good games too. That at the end at the end of the year with uh, Cambridge Williams in that unit too. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the Jalen brothers. Drive for Trey Man. Shea's availability will depend on if they're gonna tank or not, as well as Dort. And I'll be watching some games here and there, but it's all in the tank. The top five pick right there. Yep. Number twelve, Houston Rockets. Okay. For me, number twelve. I feel like this is going to be, out of all the tank teams, this will be the most fun team to watch. Definitely. What? Definitely. Let me ask you something. What has gone into Jalen Green as of late? What, Jalen Green? What's going on? What's going on? He is, wow. I think when we look back at this draft class, obviously we look at it. Uh, wow. Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Green. This With the way these guys have played up to now, obviously they've only played one season. Yeah. But from what we've seen, if they continue this and get better, just from those four guys alone, this could be considered one of the top five, maybe top three draft classes of all time. And there's still so much more talent that we haven't so touched upon talent. that came from that draft class, right? Wow. Things go well and they stay the course. That last playing spot, you never know. You never know. You never know you never with that, that last play in spot. Know. You never know with Houston, but no, I agree with you. Like you said, Josh Christopher. And I feel like I was going to say, the reason that we didn't hear about Jabari Smith that much is because Tari Eason has outshined him. Yes. Tari Eason has outshined yes. him straight up. Yes. Straight Tari up. Eason 
is definitely going to be in conversation for Rookie of the Year. I got to say that. I'm, I'm so excited for him. He was, he, I would say, Houston did an ex excellent job in picking Tardis and scouting him out. And for me, they have the most intriguing prospects, the most intriguing group. Yes. So I'm really excited yeah. to see this roster. This is going to be the most fun team out of all the plans in my personal, you know, personal opinion, personal preference. But yeah, Houston Rockets number twelve. He, as I said, I also have the Houston Rockets. But uh, going into number eleven, let's see if stuff starts. This changing. is where I think everything can get scattered, right? I let's think the see. bottom three is no, or the bottom four is known. Yeah. At number 11, I have the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, I have the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, and wow. I don't want to say that's a bold take because they finished 11th last year, I believe. Wow. But I don't see anything from this team that gives me any sort of confidence in their abilities. Mm -hmm. The way they've handled the Russell Westbrook situation up to this point, saying he's no not going anywhere. Then they're saying that he's going to come off the bench. Now, all of a sudden, they're shopping him again. It's just... I feel like there's a lot of blame that's being put with no accountability being taken. Yeah. And I also look at the roster itself. Yes, you have LeBron, who he might be 37, 38 now, but he averaged 30 points last year. He's going to be great. I know that. That Lebr LeBron's Bron. Bron's I Bron. don't trust Anthony Davis to no. be that guy for me from what I've seen. I just don't trust him. Yeah. I think Patrick Beverly helps a lot with the, at least maintaining oh, uh, yeah. discipline. Yeah. But in terms of depth... I, I don't see it. Lonnie Walker, I don't know if he's going to be able to replace Malik Monk the way that they want. Yeah. Austin Reeves obviously going to be a, a good contributor, but I look at the rest of the roster and I'm like, uh, Kendrick Nunn, is he going to be able to perform? He's been playing well, is, but we'll see. Who else are they even going to play? Who else is even on their roster for uh, them to play? Austin Reeves is Like Thomas Bryant is a decent noise. center. Thomas yeah. Bryant. You still have Dennis Schroeder. That, that just but they right said there, he might have a right long-term injury with that hand. They don't know. So it's just like there's the, the Lakers just haven't given me enough to for me to say they're going to be better than last year. Fair, fair. No, I'll give you that. I, I definitely hesitated putting Lakers lower, but at the moment, I do not have them. Listen, I have them a little bit above you, but no, I agree let's with hear, that take. Let's hear, let's hear. At the we moment right now, I actually, I actually I'm, I'm in love with this team right now. I got the Sacramento Kings at number 11. Mm, okay, um, okay. I feel like they're going to go higher, though. I feel like they're going to push that play in, but right now, I'm playing it safe. Sabonis and Fox are my official favorite duo in the whole entire league. Whoa, okay. Wow, in the league. In the whole league. My favorite, my personal favorite. Okay. I'm going to specifically, and for, for therapeutic reasons, watch Sacramento games this year. <laughs> Not, not because I have supposed to fancy, not at all. Oh, my not at goodness. All, but, uh, the bias is leaking out. <laughs> but I'll be watching so many Kings games. Keegan, Keegan Murray has made buzz. He was kind of the first rookie to just yeah. to, to, to start start that train of like, wow, these guys are the real deal. Number 10, I got the Lakers. Well, only, only a little bit above. Um, I just, for chemistry reasons, Rob Palinka replaced like half the team. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. this is another... Every year, it's a new, fresh start. How many fresh starts are you going to get until you build that chemistry? Exactly. More people coming in, injuries coming back. You have to build that chemistry, build that camaraderie, and it equals team success. So, just a lot of questions in the air. We don't know what to do with the bench, or they haven't uh, solidified their starting fire. You just have to reestablish that winning culture. See where Kendrick Nunn's going to be placed, and maintain that consistency. Find that find that identity in L.A. That used to be in L.A. again, and see what happens. But not, not much to say about Lakers. Got them at number 10. Um, my expectations are very low this year with them, but at the end of the day, I have to end it with the Lakers. It is what it is. It is what it is. And we basically just have 11 and 10 flipped. I got the, the Kings at 10. 
I'm just more high on the Kings because I think a full season of De'Aaron Fox and uh, Sabonis, they played amazing in the second half of the year last year. I think they're only going to get better. I like the additions they made. Malik Monk, Kevin Herter, um, nice. Davion Mitchell, another year under his belt. Uh, I think they're just going to be more. I've seen games in the preseason. They've already had a, a game where they had like over 23 pointers as a team yeah. wow. in the preseason. So I think they trust that the, the way they they play with Mike Brown being the coach right now, I believe. Yeah, I, like I Mike think Brown. he's he's a guy who's been able to instill culture. Nice. Team. And um, I think they're gonna be just. I think that I have more confidence in them that there won't be any internal drama and conflict. Now we go into number nine, and this is where a lot of the seating stuff gets a little tricky a little from tricky. here on out for me. Uh, number nine, I have the Portland Trailblazers. And it's like, wow, knowing that Dame's going to be healthy and let's say he is for a whole season, it's hard. I want to put Dame higher, right? I have so much trust in Dame. But it's one of those things where, yes, I might have him nine right now. But when we get into the play-in, they can end up winning and end up becoming the eighth seed, right? You know how it works with the nine or, or the seventh seed, whatever. But I like the additions they made. I think Jeremy Grant amazing piece great addition with that being said they're going to be competitive so just with dame grant hart you know they anthony simons is better now this year so i just think they're gonna be better how good are they gonna be probably not that good but good enough to be in the plane in my opinion absolutely number nine portland as well okay same as you um shane sharp time excited to see this kind of unknown when it comes to him but he's been racketed up in, in the He's bracket up in the summer league, and not summer league in the preseason. So I'm excited to see what happens. You have a nice young roster who has some experience at the end while tanking. Yeah, like 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 Trent Watford, Keon Johnson, Keon Johnson. So they they were playing really well. <laughs> I'm excited to see what they're gonna do. Um, my prediction for the war, um, for the Warriors, <laughs> my prediction for the Portland Trailblazers is they're gonna go small this year. So Ooh, okay. Lillard, I could definitely see Lillard, that. Lillard, Anthony Simons, Josh Hart, Jeremy Grant, and Nurkic. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel can, like they're gonna go small I this year. I feel I like I don't know why, but I have this feeling that they're not gonna put Anthony Simons on the bench. He's just too good at. You the have moment. to start him. You have you to start him. He's especially, too good. Especially you with, pay, the, especially with that him. contract. Woo wee. Yeah, you have to start him. So you gotta start That's him. Awesome. Um, one one person I'm intrigued. There's only one guy I'm intrigued right now from uh, Portland Trailblazers. I'm waiting for that Nasir little breakout burst. He just got paid like four year, twenty eight million right now. Yeah. As a headline, so I'm excited to see. Um, I think he'll be a vocal point in that bench. Number eight, I got the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm, okay. I have them down here solely just because other teams I feel like will be better than them. This is a much evolved, advanced team at the moment. I feel like they've matured a lot. They've gone through their woes. They've gone through a lot of their injuries. I feel like they're ready to break out, but I feel like next year will be the year for them. Um, I want to see more Trey Murphy this year. Mm -hmm. I want to see Dyson Daniels get some minutes. Herb Jones is that heart of the team. We need that consistency from the Zion to complete a full season. And I feel like I feel like New Orleans kind of was that team that they never really developed their identity yet. Mm, they don't know yeah. what they're going to be. So I feel like this year will be that deciding factor mm -hmm. because I might be wrong, but has New Orleans ever, ever been healthy? I don't think so. Not with this core. I don't think with Not this core. Not with this core. So this is the first time we're going to see this core be healthy. I'm so hyped and so excited. I've never been excited for a team in the West like this, but they got, got, they got some depth, depth too. too. So I'm so excited to see the Pelicans. Pelicans at number eight. I also have the Pelicans at number eight. And I think the Pelicans are going to be um, a really good team, as you said. I think Zion healthy. Uh, Herb Jones is even better. Alvarado off the bench. Uh, CJ McCollum. I think every the, the pieces that they got just mesh together really well yeah. and i definitely could see them even going higher than eight because they were i believe the eighth seed last year yeah and i 
if you look at this team, you say they, this has to be better than last year's team, and they were the eighth last year. Has to. Be. So uh, this definitely could they could definitely go up in the standings, but it's just that other teams are also healthy this year and they're going to be better, right? So, uh, but I also got them at eight for number seven though. This is where you might argue with me. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I have the Memphis Grizzlies at number seven. <laughs> I feel like they're going to start off slow. And I feel like that's going to haunt them towards the end of the year. Jaron Jackson being out right as of now doesn't help, right? I think the loss of DeAnthony Melton is going to hurt them more than they expected to. That's tough. And I just overall think that, not saying they peak too early, but I feel like the teams in the West are just better. Stuff just better there's a team that wasn't even in the playoffs last year that i have as a top seed this year so that's just something to show you i just feel like you know the grizzlies are good but this all can be i'm not saying they're going to be seventh by a large margin yeah. this is all like one or two or three game differences from seven to to four yeah right so they obviously could jump up but they could jump down and as of how i feel i think they're going to drop down number seven i got Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Dallas okay. Mavericks. Um, Hating on Luca. I'm sorry, Luca. I apologize. The design factor for me is what version of Spencer Dinwiddie are we going to get? What happened in Washington last year with Dinwiddie? Didn't fit. Yeah. Didn't fit for some reason. He got traded. Chemistry issues. Trade, yeah. Chemistry issues. It just wasn't fitting the mold. He started off hot, averaging like 20, and then he dropped to averaging maybe almost 11 to 12 points per game. Injuries here and there. Coach, uh, coach decreased his minutes. Yeah. So it was not good. But how about when he came to Dallas? Amazing. He played amazing in the playoffs. He was amazing. Especially so. in that um, series against, was it the Suns? Was it the Suns? The yeah. Suns, right? Yeah. Um, Jim Brunson's gone. So this is opening the door for Spencer Dimity right now. Yeah. So I'm excited. I feel like Dallas Mavericks had to do a better job in forming their starting five because every every game they kind of changed it. It's either Dwight Powell starting or Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, Boban was there before, so they kind of have to recalibrate that and, um, you know, just reorganize that. Maybe a revival in Davis Bertans, you never know. Yeah. I want to see where Christian Wood's going to be positioned. I want to see more Jaden Hardy. But it's a great overall squad, and, uh, squad and they're going to go under the radar. So Dallas Mavericks, number seven. I like that. I like Dallas at number seven. Number six. I, I was over-exaggerating, but I got Memphis at number six. Not oh, okay. Up. All right. I was like, <laughs> this guy makes it seem like he has them at like, the top two. It's right above it. Okay. That's number six. I, the same reasons as you. Um, that JJ injury is going to hurt them. I feel like I'm going to get good big bumps from Dylan Brooks and Brandon Clark. I'm excited for them. I want to yeah. see more of Kennedy Chandler. Yeah, um, the absolutely. rookies, yeah. Same reasons as you. Not much to say. Memphis, number six. And now I just got to flip it. I got Dallas at number six. And it's always tough for me because they've been around this seeding, like five, six, for oh, every year they've been in the playoffs. So it's like, when are they going to make that jump? Yeah. And obviously, I'm hoping that they could. Christian Wood is a big add for them. Losing Jalen Brunson is going to hurt. You got to see how they're going to be able to play without him. But I have all the trust in the world in Luka Doncic that he is going to elevate this team to the level they need to be and if that's six for this year then so be it I have them at six but at number five <laughs> what's gonna be here what a fall from grace oh, that this team had I know who it is I have the Phoenix Suns at number it. five I knew it and it's crazy because you go from a 60 win team last year and they're probably gonna drop in my opinion to number five I just feel like last year was their Actually, I would say the year against 
uh, the Bucks in the finals was their perfect opportunity. Even though last year they won a lot of games and they could have made it to the finals again. Yeah. Um, I feel like now their window has closed completely. Mm-hmm. I feel like the chemistry barrier between Monty Williams Ooh, wow. and DeAndre Aiden is way too thick. There's even, even Jay Crowder too. Yeah, Jay Crowder. He's who's going to be out of the team. Like he's not even going to play with them nope. to start the year. I think their team just doesn't have it anymore. They don't have that that thing that makes them so unpredictable. I think everyone knows how to play Phoenix. I think Dallas also exposed their weaknesses. Obviously, Phoenix played horrible in that game seven. But I feel like we know, okay, if we contain Devin Booker, Chris Paul is no longer the player that he was. And we know they're not going to pass to DeAndre Aiden and let him work because that's just not their offensive philosophy. We can contain this team. And I think that's exactly what uh, is going to happen this year. And the elite teams in the West are just going to over overpower them, which is going to happen. Uh, So I have the, the Suns at five. Sun's at five for me as well. I'm why, surprised why? that we're so uh, so east is like everything's messed up. Yeah, and then I'm west, surprised we're actually on page right now. I thought we wouldn't. And then, and then west, we could, I know we're on page right now. We'll see what happens with the top three. I got I got a surprise yeah. for you in the top two. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll see okay. all right. But uh, just going in, same roster, no changes. There's a lot of what ifs. It's all about chemistry and team building. Yeah, for me, Monty's the vocal point. He meshes that team together. The chemistry mm-hmm. is going to be good when he's happy. When he's happy, everybody's happy. He controls the team. He controls the playbook. Everybody's good around him. But what's going on with Aiden? What's going on with Crowder? You have a lot of personal situations. How long can CP3 stay relevant until yeah. his body starts deteriorating and injuries start coming and he, he's getting older? CP3 is getting older. He's not getting younger. We'll see. I'm not sure, but same reasons as you, Phoenix at number five. Number four. I feel like you have this team higher, but my number four is Minnesota Timberwolves. Mmm. Minnesota Timberwolves, okay. Uh, I, I know what you're doing there. This is one of the deepest teams in the West. All categories are checked off. They've addressed yeah. everything. My, my player of the year for that team is Jaden McDaniels. Yeah, understandable. The camp talk yeah. and excitement on his name. And hey, he everyone, better. I have been, him on fantasy. Him on he fantasy. better play good. Everybody's, all his team has been commenting how good he's been. He's been yeah. the most intriguing prospect on that whole team this whole preseason I've heard. He was the one player in that Gobert trade that they said we are not giving up off, no matter what. Off He's off limits. Off limits. So they have so, a lot of faith in him. I, I'm excited to see. That starting lineup is looking lethal and deadly. Mm-hmm. And that, that front court with Townsend Gobert, it's a the best unknown. We'll see what happens with that. But you know what you're going to expect. You add Eric Pascal, Austin Rivers, Kyle Anderson to solidify your bench. Your bench is good. Finished. Now run with it. You mentioned Austin Rivers? Austin Rivers yeah. on that team. Um it's still a fresh team, so we don't. I don't want to hop on the, the, the train right away. We still mm-hmm. gotta deal with some chemistry issues, but it's gonna be a huge jump, a significant jump this year. Yeah. Top five seed. It's time for Minnesota Timberwolves fans stand up. Number four. I also have the Timberwolves at number four. So right now our list is pretty much identical, with some flips. I have the Timberwolves at number four. I am very high on them. Me too. I believe that the. Yes, there is some warranted criticism against Rudy Gobert, but I do believe he is the best defender in the NBA, and I will stand on that hill that he is the best. I think his Ooh. impact alone is unlike any other player in the NBA. Facts. The He is one of those guys where James Harden at his peak uh, is a guy who on any team, I should say Trey Young is a walking top, top five, top seven offense by himself. You could take him to a team that was 30th, 
and you put Trey Young on that team, they're all of a sudden now in the top seven yeah. for offenses. Yep. I feel like Gobert is that guy for defense, where if you put him on any AD team, mm-hmm. just his presence alone will elevate them to that stature. And the one thing in Utah that he didn't have was elite defenders. And now you put him on Minnesota, and you have Jaden McDaniels, who's a great defender. I feel like Anthony Edwards can take that jump into a great defender. We saw that possession he had on KD, where I have rarely ever saw anyone contest a KD jumper I, I saw that block. In, that, in that way. I saw that block. I feel like... All these other pieces that are on the team. Kyle Anderson's a pretty good defender. Ooh, that's, so that's a Nas Reed can play defense as well. I so I think that this team has all the tools and they will be in that top four at least. I think they're that good. Exactly. Especially now that, uh, not Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns can take a, a step back and not have to do so much on defense. He can focus on offense because Gobert has that that uh, responsibility. But I have the Timberwolves at number four. And number three. I don't think seeding matters that much because this team kind of proved it. And I have them at the same seed they were last year. And what happened when they were their seed last year? They went and won the championship. So I have the Golden State Warriors ah. at number three. And people are like, oh, you know, the Warriors, they're even better. They're healthy and stuff. Well, I think they're, they they know that the regular season doesn't matter as much. So there's going to be times where they take games off or things uh, of that nature. But... I have a lot of faith in them. You know, Jordan Poole is going to get better. A full year of Klay Thompson, maybe he uh, reverts a little bit more to his former self because they rarely got anything from him in the finals, and yet they still won the, the, still the championship. Won. Yeah. So if you get Klay at 80%, wow. that is insane. That's crazy. Um, obviously, it's going to be worthy to highlight the the relationship between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. I do think they're going to keep it professional, and they're going to look good on the court. Uh, but that's obviously going to be something to highlight because they paid Wiggins and they paid Poole. And the only person who's supposed to get paid that's left is Draymond. And he wants a max. And I don't know where they're getting this money to drop. But I don't think they have enough money to give him a max. So I think that he his career in Golden State might be done after this year. Yeah, and you have still a contract extension maybe next year for James Wiseman or the year Yes, yeah. Well, well, he's going to be a thing. He didn't show anything that he's worth or whatever. But uh, that's what I believe. But I got the the Warriors at number three. Nice. I like that. My number three is the Clippers. Los Angeles Clippers. Okay. At number three. Okay. I feel like they were the deepest team. Oh, that bench is crazy. They just they just confirmed that Reggie Jackson's going to start over John Wall. You could flip them. Either or you're going to have depth in the sixth I was surprised. Position. I thought they would have started them. John Wall. But they're starting Reggie Jackson. They're keeping it. Covington and Powell, Moses Brown and Terrence Mann on the bench. That's a what, what a what a bench. What a what a bench. They're they're so deep. Oh my goodness. Do they still have Morris or is he gonna start? I, I oh, Marcus Morris is gonna be on the bench too. So what's their starting lineup? Um, you're starting Reggie Jackson. Ray, Reggie Jackson. No, is Norm off the bench? Reggie Jackson. Um, yeah, Norm. They said Norm's gonna be off the bench too. Then who's starting? Kennard. Kennard. So Reggie so, Jackson, Kennard, Kawhi. Um, Paul George or Paul George Kawhi then Zubac. Damn, that's off the bench. Wow, that that is the deepest team. I got high expectations. Yeah. PG and Kawhi are 100. I'm sure they're gonna rest some games, but if they're at 100, who's gonna beat that? It's a crazy. Team. It's a crazy team. That'll be like an underdog win if you. Beat I know that we've team. said it. That we've been saying this. Like I think everyone's been saying the Clippers have been that team. They've been that for a while They've since Kawhi and PG went there. But I think this year is different because be good year. the years before. 
they were talking as if they were the best and they weren't performing. I think now they haven't said anything. They just Cancun on can, yeah, can, Cancun on three. Yeah, exactly. They're calling them the king of LA, but now they kind of just they they failed in the playoffs and they're all just going about their business. There's no big talk about we're going to do this, we're going to do this. We're they're confident within them themselves in yeah. their circle, and I think that's going to be huge for them. Oh no, I'm so excited for this team. Um, they they go all the way, so I'm I'm waiting for that, and we'll see what happens. Maybe yeah. NBA Finals experience. Uh, um, uh, NBA Finals appearance, maybe even Conference Finals. So I'm excited for that. We'll see what happens. Los Angeles Clippers at number three. So you know, you know, I'm gonna have a number one, but number two, Denver. Okay. Denver, okay. Number two. Okay. Okay. When this when this squad's healthy, wonders. This is the first time they're ever healthy. The long time. It'll take a long time to gather chemistry, but you know, you replace Barton with defense, Bruce Brown, and you got KCP. You still got Zeke Naji. Bones is going to fill that void in the six-man position. Michael Porter Jr. is finally healthy. Murray's all about finally healthy. This is it. This is this is it for them. Mm-hmm. This is it. I'm ready. I'm ready for a Denver Nuggets finals against a team. And I think they could do it this year. The only the only team that's standing in their way is the one I have at the one seed. <laughs> so and we all know who that. We all know is. who that is. So we'll see what happens. But nothing much to say for Denver. Great overall squad. It's going to be a dogfight between them and the Clippers. They're so even to me. Mm-hmm. But I'll give Denver the edge. Denver at number two. For me at number two, I have the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, at I know you have two. a number one. I, I have like the that. Clippers at number two. I do agree with you. I think they're the most deep team, not just in the West, but in the NBA. I think if you look down the line, you got John Wall as your backup point guard who's fully bought into that is huge. Oh my goodness. Um obviously Kennard, Powell, you look at their bench as you mentioned, uh Morris, if he starts or comes off the bench. And then I think everyone just knows their role and they're going to play to it. Tyron Lue obviously is an amazing coach as well. Tyron. So I very, I'm very confident within that team. And I think the only reason why I wouldn't put them at number one in the standings is because of the games that some of their stars are going to take off. You know Kawhi is probably going to play like 55 games and that PG is probably going to play 60 games or something. Tyron, give me that load management, please. Exactly, exactly. Even if they don't need it, they're going to do it just to be on the safe side. But I got the 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 Clippers at number two and that means at number one wow I like that he made very for happy. the first time made very happy. his team is finally healthy and I think that this guy with the way that he's elevated himself and we've seen what he can do by himself essentially back to back MVP will he repeat probably not but now he finally has a talent he needs to be really successful the Denver Nuggets. I love that pick. Oh, Finally, you, you made me so happy. With uh, that. Hey, Matlick's already tearing you up this so year. That. That. Oh I think Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. finally being healthy. I love the also the additions they they made as well. I think that trade that they got, um, Contavious Caldwell Pope, is going to be too. is going to be great for them. Signing Bruce Brown was huge. I think uh, that's going to help them a lot. And then also Aaron Gordon who's going to be really good for them. I think Jeff Green is also going to be pretty good. Jeff. I think they've just got the pieces that fit. Everything. And now that they're healthy, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really, really good. And I could definitely see them being that team that wins 60-plus games this year because yeah. they're winning near 50 games without Michael Porter Jr. and, and Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray. Now you bring them back into the equation that relieves the pressure and the tension that Nikola Jokic gets. But also he's a very... He's not a guy who demands the ball. He likes passing. So it's just going to work out great. We've seen how they played. They made it to the Western Conference Finals in the bubble. Yeah. And now Jokic has elevated himself into this MVP player. MVP. It's only going to be better, in my opinion. Obviously, it's going to take oh, some yeah. time for these guys to get back into form. 
Jamal Murray you particularly. Just gotta, you just gotta stay healthy. But uh, stay Michael healthy. Porter Jr. is one of those guys where he's so efficient when he scores that I think that he's gonna just fit right in right away. But yeah. I have the Denver Nuggets at number one, and I think we all know who Malik has yes, and his sir. number one, and which is the GSW represent Bay Area. Golden State Warriors number one. I'm wing on that repeat. They got the depth. NBA ready rookies. Kuminga's gonna have a big jump. Wiseman's gonna have a big jump. Yeah. Um, you got Jamichael Green and Dante DiVincenzo as your ads. Um, back to back chance. I'm speechless with this team. I, I I love this team so much and they're amazing and I can't wait for them to flourish and see what they're gonna bring this year. Like you said, I'm sure they're gonna rest on players and they're confident in their key team. And Kasim's in the back here, really upset at me because I got Golden State at number one. He's laughing and he he, he, he hates this team with a passion. You, 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 you like Golden State? You like, you like Curry? Yeah? Hell no. Hell no. Regardless, regardless of Kasim's opinion and, and perspective and perception of the team, I still love them. So Warriors at number one, I'm excited. The only thing that's the issue right now is the, the situation between Draymond and Poole, but I know they're going to hash things out and everything's going to be A-okay. So, go say at number one. Oh, I, I don't, one more thing about Denver. They had no problem replacing Monty Morris with Will Barton. But Bones is, was, Bones is yeah, crazy. Yeah, it, I'm like, this, this was like the easiest replacement. And you that wouldn't be something that you would expect because Monte Morris has been so vital for them. And nice. They just got rid of him quickly because Bones Highland has flourished in the way that he has. But... I could definitely see the Warriors finishing number one with the way they they have the 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 team constructed and everything. But for everyone who listened to it, this was our Western Conference predictions for the 2022-2023 season. We'll definitely revisit it and see how we're doing towards the end of uh, this season of Hoop Central. For anyone who is offended, I, we don't care. I gotta say it again, I don't care. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that me and Malik didn't have more arguments because we're kind of really close with you our predictions. For us, it's always the East. It's always the East of something. No, it's just Malik. Bro. <laughs> this guy had Detroit making the playoffs, man. Actually, I think I'm gonna change it. They're gonna do eight, eighth seed now. I think. Would you have them at seven? Ten. Ten. Seven. Oh, so you had them. Oh, you had them in playing, and now they're gonna go playoffs. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I think I New, think this New is York the perfect. Uh, I think they go over Chicago too. Yeah, this is the perfect place to sign off. You know, I I can't even bother. Anyways, uh, it's been your boy Nikki. It's been your boy Malik. And you have been listening to the Hoops Center podcast right here on Spirit Live. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out.